When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to Scoop Du Jour, Jonathan Stewart. I am so pumped to have you. We've got a 12-year NFL vet with us, pro bowler, played in the Super Bowl, and now you've got a lot of things going for you that I want to talk about. Entrepreneur, podcast host, of course, your dad. Um, mm-hmm. So many wonderful things, but first, thank you for being here. I'm excited to get to talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you know, Shout out to my wife for letting me um, do this at 7.30. This is a pivotal hour in our night where we um, do bedtime. So I just put the little one down and, uh, you know, we're tag teaming, we're tag teaming this thing tonight. That's a, a good team, right? Yeah. Like it means you've got it going on. So like, is, is nighttime kind of the craziest time or is it calm? Like, is it? No, it's calm. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, we have a good system and a routine. She does good with, you know, getting them calmed down and ready for bed and the whole nine. I mean, I got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Okay, and so that's fun ages. Yeah, they're fun and they're easy. They're two. I got two girls, so I feel like girls just figure out life quicker. Yeah, <laughs> so is I'm that blessed. it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm blessed to have two girls. So um, did you, cool. you? So yeah, being a girl dad. I mean, that's fun. Let's start there. Um, did you grow up with with siblings with with sisters? No, I did not. Um, I grew up with an older brother. Four, uh, four years older than me. Um, my mom was a single mom for the most part. Um, my parents got divorced when I was in going into the fourth grade. Um, and so it was just really, you know, my big brother, you know, being a big brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but childhood was good. It wouldn't take, wouldn't, you know, um, go back and change anything. And now you get to watch, you know, two little girls together. I mean, and that's such a unique bond. I have just one brother, but I always, you know, watch my mom with her sisters and friends with her sisters. Like that's yeah. got to be so fun. And just to be like a girl dad, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, tell it's, me about it's, that. It's, it's very special. You can tell like the moments where when you're when when we get older as parents and they get older as as our kids, there's moments where I'm like, man my girls are going to take care of me when I get old <laughs> because they're oh, just, cute. you know, when they get cuddly, especially our, our two-year-old, she's, um, she's got the cuddle uh, gene. And so um, it's so really sweet. nice getting the cuddles from her. Cause it's like a sense of approval um, that you're loved by her. So, and then obviously our, our five-year-old, she's the same way, just the sweetest, kindest heart, um, you know, gets it from her mom and, and just, you know, I mean, we're just blessed. There's no complaints in the department of our family. How did you and your wife meet? Um, well, we met in Charlotte. Um, you know, she went to Walford College. Um, yeah. She's actually from California, uh, moved out here, um, went to college out in Walford. And we met through some mutual, mutual friends. Um, and we reconnected down the road and... You know, time was right and tied the knot, (laughs) not looking back. And you're still in Charlotte. Um, Yeah, we're in Charlotte. Um, Every time you go somewhere, especially when I played, when when I go somewhere to train or go somewhere in the off season, there's always this sense of, man, I can't wait to get back home. And home wasn't, you know, Washington. It wasn't a sense of, oh, I need to go back to Washington. It was, I need to get back to Charlotte. <laughs> and that's a good feeling to know where, you know, your heart's at, you know, especially early on. You know, I felt that way ever since I moved here my rookie year. Um, 
you know, and, and you know, I feel like I hit the jackpot in the sense of getting drafted to Carolina. Um, not just simply because I got drafted, but um, but I got drafted to a great city. Um, you know, Charlotte's on the map right now as far as you know the top growing cities. Um, you know, a lot of people are moving here. Pandemic happened, and everyone was looking at you know uh, where they should move to get land and where they should move for you know the quality of the quality of life. Um, so I feel like I hit the jackpot. That like it resonates so much with me because when you talk about like going to a place that feels like home, I always felt that way about North Carolina, having gone there for college and just always kind of wanting to get back there. Like there's just something about that state. Yeah. Um, and I know Charlotte is a different part, right? Like it, it, it's different than the triangle and it's different than the mountains, but there's something about the state in general. And I like how you said, like, you got, you felt really blessed when you were drafted there. Can you take me back to when you were drafted? Did you know it would be Carolina or I had no did clue. It, how, how did it happen? I had no clue. Um, when I got drafted, I had surgery on my, uh, my toe. Um, I got, got, in, got injured in college um, towards the end of the season, ended up getting surgery. And you know, at that point, it was, you know, in God's hands uh, in the sense of, you know, my future, uh, you know, going through the combine, meeting with like, I think, 19 teams. Carolina wasn't one of them. Uh, but I do recall visiting with Coach Skip, which was eventually ended up being my my running back coach because um, his uh, his son coached running backs at Washington State. And so we were able to talk, you know, mutually about, you know, his son and he talked a little bit about being at Oregon and how he used to coach at Oregon. And he knew Gary Campbell, which was my running back coach at Oregon. Um, So didn't think of it, didn't think too much of it then. But looking back, there was they they, they've kind of, you know, poked into the interest of me throughout mm-hmm. the process, like as far, especially as far as me getting my surgery, got my surgery in Charlotte, North Carolina, okay. um, because Dr. Anderson um, is the best foot specialist um, in the nation, probably the world. And then, um, but he was also one of the team doctors for Carolina Panthers. So he had the, he had the inside scoop on my foot. He knew that eventually what kind of scared everybody away from drafting me um you know he knew the inside scoop that I would be okay so. okay so he kind of like gave that insight to the Carolina the- Panthers yeah I mean uh-huh. I'm not really sure how that works yeah. but um you know looking back that's you know the proof and proof is in the pudding yeah <laughs> right no I, I mean yeah Proof is in the pudding, right? I mean, yeah. I, I think I, I said some of your credentials um, before we are at the beginning, but um, let's see, at Carolina, you hold seven records. Does that still stand? I, uh, I don't really know how many records, but. Okay, I'll, I'll tell I you. <laughs> How's that? I have some notes. Yeah, okay. Um, but um, actually, I don't have the notes of the records. <laughs> I have the notes. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I have your notes from Oregon, which you mentioned. So when you went to Oregon, back backing up a little bit, you went there to do track and field and football or just track and field? I went to Oregon to play football and then I ended up doing indoor track, um, which was kind of coach Jimmy Radcliffe, who is, um, you know, one of the pioneers for plyometric training. Um, He was our strength and conditioning coach at at Oregon. And I was kind of his guinea pig in a sense of strength and conditioning and all of the above. I did 
weightlifting competitions in the state of Oregon because of him. And I ran indoor track because of him. Um, and I'm grateful and very grateful for him in my life. Um, you know, just really t- tuning my body into, you know, becoming what it was for me to get drafted and to be the elite player that I was for some time, um, you know, at Oregon and at the professional level, um, you know, just understanding the mechanics, understanding your body. Uh, I learned that all from him. Um, but I ran track and I realized how, how, elite everybody else was when it comes to speed <laughs> but um i mean i remember this one time i was racing this little guy he had to be like 120 pounds and i'm just like oh, i'm about to smoke him no way uh was, he's from washington state i can't even remember his name right now so long ago but came out of the blocks i'm like feeling real strong at least 15 yards into the 60 he just smokes me like it was no joke. And so, um, so a lot of good perspective there, yeah. uh, but it was a good time. Good time in college. For many of us who love college football, but have kind of the perspective of growing up in the South and loving football in the South. Can you give us some insight into what it's like to play college football or just kind of the camaraderie, the pageantry of football in out out west and in the Pac-12, I think that's kind of a unique experience, especially at a place like Oregon, where it's it is obviously still elite college football. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like when going to Oregon, whenever we played a California school, it was almost kind of like that like legitimate California love, because uh, every time we went to like our our fan base in Oregon traveled really well up and down the coast. And so whenever we played Stanford, Arizona schools, all the California schools, we were really well represented. Um, But also a lot of guys that I played ball with were from California. And so being able to go to a game and be able to like meet all their families and stuff like that, um, it was real special. Um, And, you know, now recruiting is, is, you know, in a different level now where you're getting guys, you know, that are actually coming from way across the country to come to Oregon, um, especially with the new coach hire, uh, the new head coach we got from Georgia. Um, But it was, it was, it was, it was definitely unique. You know, Oregon, when I was there, you know, very liberal school, um, not everybody was in your face, you know, saying, Oh, college athlete. Yeah. You know, and and that was that was real nice. Um actually just because you're able to go on campus and just be, you know, just a regular student. And so that was real cool and um you know, and then I mean, but really it was it was a, a college town, just like any other town. Did you always know take us back to young Jonathan, little Jonathan? Did you always know you play football, at least in college and, and hopefully like any little kid on the professional level? But did you always knew that this was a dream of yours and that it was one that you wanted to pursue professionally? Um, I mean, as a kid, you're always dreaming of, you know, when you're playing outside or playing, you know, with, you know, at the in the youth programs and whatnot, you're always dreaming and having the expectation of one day you know, playing or scoring, you know, the game-winning touchdown, game-winning Super Bowl catch or whatever it is. Um, So you definitely have, you know, those moments, you know, as a child. But when it became a reality for me was probably my junior year. Um, I was getting a lot of recruiting letters um, that, you know, I'm actually going to be able to go to college. (laughs) I'm not going to have to pay for it. Um, And so at that moment, my mind really kind of got set on the preparation aspect. So, um, I mean, really from sophomore year on throughout the rest of my high school, you know, I was the guy that was going to the gym at night. I was the guy that was going to the hills, running the hills, you know, during the summer, um, you know, speed and agility clinics, you know, just started coming about when I was getting ready to come out for college. So started hitting those things. Um, 
Yeah, and just but really when I got to when I got to college, um, I remember Coach Campbell, um, my running back coach. He he was he always wore these nice suits and you know decked out Steve Harvey suits uh-huh. uh, with the fur coats. And I just remember after the you know after the game, me, and my mom, and probably a couple of you know people from back home was just standing in a circle. I was like, "Dang, Coach, you always looking fly." You always got the you always got your fur coat on. Look at you. He's like, yeah, one day you're gonna have a fur coat too. I was like, eh. and that and and I will always remember that moment because I don't know if it was because I was just like naive or what, but or I just kind of I think really and truly I just I I try to keep a level of consistency, never too high, never too low. And so even with my expectations. I have my expectations set, you know, of, of what I expect of my, out of myself. But as far as it involving another person or a person making de- a decision, you know, whether or not I'm good enough or whatever it is, I don't really have my expectations rattled from others. And so talking to him that moment, it was almost kind of like he validated me. Yeah. And so... um and coming from my coach, it was one of the first times he actually said, one of these days, you're going to be in the NFL too. <laughs> and so, um, sure sure enough, um, here here I am. Um, played 11 years and retired in North Carolina. So, okay, so Carolina is where you spent the majority of your career. You mentioned the Super Bowl and you got to play in one with them. Um didn't end the way you wanted it to, but um, mm-hmm. fans might remember that the lone touchdown for the Panthers came from the guy I'm talking to right now. Do yeah. you, is that your memory from the Super Bowl, or what are your memories from it? Because I'm always curious when I talk to anyone who's played in a game of that magnitude, if it's as magical and as just incredible as it seems from the fan perspective. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a special moment. You know, I think one of the most memorable moments um, would definitely have to be me scoring the touchdown. Uh, I came in, I had just re-injured my foot, but I was thinking to myself, I'm not just not about to sit this out. <laughs> if I can go, right. I'm going to go. And so, you know, the mind is, it's a crazy thing when you really kind of, you know, check in um and put your mind and set you know have your mind set on something um you can really do amazing things because my foot was technically broken and i was able to go in there and jump over an offensive line and a defensive line to score a touchdown in a super bowl so um that will always remain dear to my heart took a while for me to you know get the bitter feeling out of my system but at the end of the day like I started playing football in fourth grade and I'm able to say that, you know, I'm one of the very few to score, you know, a Super Bowl touchdown and just to be in the Super Bowl and be on a team, um, you know, that magnitude that we had that year. It was a very special moment, special time. I'm also curious um, because you played in a Pro Bowl and that's something so cool and special too. Um, well, I didn't get to play in the Pro oh, you didn't Bowl. Get to play. Because we went to the Super Bowl. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're a pro bowler who didn't get to play. Yeah. That's which is a, even more unique. Yeah, so, which, is, which, is, which is very fine. Like, I, at the end of the day, you don't want to be the guy playing in the Super Bowl or in the right. pro bowl. Okay, true. You want to be the guy playing in the Super Bowl. I didn't put the timing together, but okay, so that was that year. Yeah. Makes so much sense. So I guess you the the best of both worlds is being voted, but not getting to play. Yeah. Being able to be voted in is a special feeling. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. That is so interesting. Um, So you, but you still get to put that on your resume, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. It's always great to be able to say, you know, you're a pro bowler, um, you know, one of the the better players of that year. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you about, you know, most of your career was with Carolina, but would you take me back to 2018 uh, um, in February when you knew that um, Carolina 
was going to let you go. What went through your mind? Uh, I mean, I kind of saw it coming. I mean, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey is an elite, elite, elite athlete. He's an elite player, elite person. Um, and when they drafted him, I knew he was special out the gate. And, um, you know, his rookie year, just being able to watch him progress, um, you know, and, and really show people how to run routes. Like, I mean, this guy, run, a running back, is running the best routes I've ever seen out of any position to run routes. Um, and just, you know, his dedication to the game, you know, it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, well, I'm definitely not getting any better. <laughs> and I'm definitely not as elite as him right now. Um, my time here is finished and I'll be on my way. Um, so going into that off season, I kind of knew it was coming and, um, you know, but it was definitely, you know, bittersweet, you know, all, th all good things come to an end. And, you know, I think as an athlete and especially at this level, you, you know, that time's coming. You don't know how, um, but I do know that, you know, I was blessed to be able to spend the time that I did spend 10 years with the Carolina Panthers, which is a long time. Um, and and then getting an opportunity to go play one year with the New York Giants, which I was also reminded there that I'm old and it's time for me to go on about my business. Um, what reminded you of that? Saquon Barkley. So, I mean, I was, but at the end of the day, I was privileged and honored to be able to play with two of the most elite running backs, probably of our time, if they keep on going the way they're going. I mean, if you look at the playoffs right now, I mean, ever since, you know, Christian McCaffrey was on the Niners, got to the Niners, you can't tell me he's been the reason why they've been what they are. Um, Saquon Barkley, you know, the fact that, you know, he's been able to just, you know, keep a level head through all the stuff and all the naysayers, you know, through the ups and downs that he's gone through, um, you know, it says a lot about his character and what he's, you know, able to accomplish on the field and, you know, and, and just what he's going to be able to accomplish, you know, outside of football. Um, you know, I look at guys like that, you know, that have a mentality of, of greatness. It just doesn't spiral from just wanting to play football, you know, it spirals from within and that's what makes those guys great. Well, you mentioned that, or we talked about that, moment of, of kind of knowing when things are going to come to a close, but can you fast forward and take us to being able to close your career out with the team you started it with and just being able to retire as a Panther? That's says a lot about what the organization thinks about you. The fact that they wanted to do that for you. Yeah, that was real cool. Um, you know, I had no expectations. You know, I came back, you know, to Charlotte after I left New York, me and my wife and our daughter at the time, Kaya, was two. Um, and so it was really kind of like that that first moment of, okay, here I go. I'm off into retirement. I don't know what to expect, but hopefully I'm prepared. <laughs> but that gave me a great sense of closure um, that a lot of guys don't get to get. And so being able to walk away, knowing that, you know, my efforts were appreciated um, really means a lot. Now that you are retired from the NFL, you've got a lot of things going on. Um, talk to us about what some of those are, because I know you have magazines and um, investments and all of these things. Take us through some of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, through my playing career, um, especially towards the end, got really hands-on with a lot of my real estate investments, um, you know, my portfolio, understanding what's in my portfolio, just kind of getting prepared for retirement, um, you know, just knowing where your assets are and, and just maintaining that because at the end of the day, you you become an asset manager. Um, yeah. And so, you know, at that level, you, you make all this money at once. And so you got to make sure you manage it to the best of your ability and have the people that are around you to be able to help you enhance, you know, what you have. Um, and so real estate investments got into that. Um, but then I actually then found an interest in real estate, real estate. So got my real estate license and 
Um, so I'm a commercial broker. <laughs> Do you want to oh. say that? <laughs> um, got my com- commercial broker's license here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you know, I'm working for working with a. Uh, I have my license with one of my business partners, Trey Morgan, with the Morgan Companies um, here in Charlotte, and I'm also um, doing some things with the Panthers on, you know, the business end there. Um, you know, being able to shadow um, some of the the great businessmen and women um, within the organization which is very helpful and um, very appreciative of that. Um, and my wife has a uh, magazine company, a magazine uh, marketing, digital marketing company, um, Charlotte Lately. And, you know, she, we're co-owners, but she's the owner and the boss and the brains and all of it. <laughs> and so I can't take any any credit for that. Um, at all. I took a couple pictures here and there, but, (laughs) but she's, she's fantastic with what she's doing in that world. And, um, you know, and and I'm sure our girls are going to grow up and be able to see all the work she's put into, you know, her craft and, and whatever she sets out to do, which is important to us to see, um, to have them see her, you know, do things that, you know, are special like that. Um, And then, what else we have? I have I'm a co-owner in the Coast Creative, which is a marketing another digital marketing company based out of San Diego. Um, you know, me and one of my childhood friends, Tony Repaglia, um, and his wife. Um, you know, they've done a tremendous job of, you know, growing a business that we acquired from, um, you know, her once. Uh, upon a time job and so now we acquired it um and now they're just growing the business and so it's been crucial during uh you know the pandemic you know being able to help small businesses out um you know on on that end and on that front to keep them afloat and keep them thriving so it's been nice to be able to have you know be a part of something that's helpful to others in the sense of you know their livelihood and it's the same thing with my wife's uh, business, you know, Charlotte lately, you know, recognizing women um, within Charlotte that might not get the recognition um, deserved or, you know, that might have a story that needs to be told um, to encourage or inspire others to, to keep pushing on and to keep thriving um, through, through any storm. Um, you know, that's really her mission is, you know, women supporting women. Um, and in, in not faking it, because I know there's a lot of faking out there. <laughs> well, that's yeah. such an important message, like you said, for your girls. Yeah, exactly. And so that's her vision, and it's it's awesome to see it come to fruition. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, I'm doing the Believe uh, podcast now, Carolina that's Panthers. Um, never really thought of myself of a person that just sits there and talk about sports, talk about I heard football. you see that on an episode. And so, but here I am. And I've actually enjoyed, um, you know, being a part of, you know, the group that we have, Desmond, Desmond Johnson and Skylar Callahan. Um, you know, those are two guys that have welcomed me into something they've already established. And um, it's been fun, you know, especially this year, there's been a lot to talk about you know, yeah. when it comes to the Carolina Panthers and still to t- still a lot to talk about um, right. with the off season coming up. So, um, you know, I, I, I see myself doing stuff like this more so more often. Um, you know, I did a, I did radio broadcasting for a game this year for the Panthers, um, cool. Panthers radio. And that was real fun. Did the Detroit Lions game where uh, Deontay Foreman um, and, they they ran all over the Lions that game, yeah. and they they broke our record, me and D'Angelo Williams' record for most rushing yards. So that was special to be a part yeah. of. So there's been a, there's been a lot of cool things that kind of transpired um, throughout my retirement, and so seeing what sticks. Yeah, keeping you busy. Well, I'll kind of put you on the spot, it's like an interview question, but like there. A lot of the things are related, but a lot of it's, you've got your hand in a lot of different places. Where do you see yourself in, in five years? Do you have like an ultimate goal of something you'd like to do that you haven't gotten to do yet? Or just something you really are, are passionate about that 
um, you've been doing? Yeah, I mean, really, my ultimate goal five years from now is to really have my hands, you know, deep into the real estate world, um, commercial real estate, um, and, you know, getting the business, you know, mindset, you know, through the people I'm around right now and just learning so much um, on that end and on that front, you know, I can, I really see myself, you know, thriving in, you know, the, the, the world that is ahead, especially in this space, because there's going to be a lot of opportunity, um, you know, in the near future. And so it'd be fun to, to really, you know, get those opportunities. And it's been really fun to network and uh, meet all these, you know, different interesting people, um, you know, that have had different success stories. Um, so just really, you know, commercial real estate. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Back to football for a second. What was the most memorable game you played in? The most memorable game that I played in college or pro or both. Say the the division championship um, when we beat the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, you know, I think really the celebration after that game um, will always stick out. Uh, we were at home with our fans. You know, just being able to celebrate. You know, I had some friends coming down from my childhood, and just being able to you know, see them as I was going around the stadium on the field and seeing them, you know, in the stands and having, being able to share a moment, you know, taking pictures, acting crazy, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, that game was very special because um, it's that moment of, aha, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, now, if we would have won the Super Bowl, there would have been more super <laughs> moments. But, uh, but you still have a ring from that. Well, yeah, I have yeah from the division championship, yeah, and so that was that would always be a thing that I can pull out, tell a story <laughs> about how we didn't win the Super Bowl. But, how we didn't win the Super Bowl, okay, yeah. right. Um, it's still and right. You have a good perspective about it. You know, it was mm -hmm. a cool opportunity. Um, yeah. and and it does seem like you you were talking about how, um. Saquon and Christian have this, these just amazing mentalities, but it seems like you have one that's similar. Is there something to which you can attribute that mentality or like just kind of why you are the way that you are? If <laughs> as, you know, deep of a question as that is, um, you know, how you kind of stay so level-headed, like you mentioned? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think really we – sometimes go through life and there's just too much emphasis on, you know, oh, I got to win the next thing. I got to do the next thing. I got to do this and I got to be the best. And, uh, you know, we put so much, so much pressure on ourselves and, you know, there's, there's definitely got to be a balance, right? Got to have your expectations and your standard. Um, but you can't be too down on yourself. And part of that, you know, for me is knowing where I'm, you know, knowing, you know, that first of all, I'm a child of God. So I'm not what I do. I am who I am and I am who God says I am. And so, you know, if I play football, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God that just so happens to play football. Um, I'm, a child of God and I'm a believer in Christ that so happens to be blessed to be a father, to be a husband, to be a friend. So, you know, all these expectations, you know, really revolves around one, one person, one, one idea, which is as long as I'm pleasing God, you know, that's all that, that's all, that's all I got to check in with, you know? So, um, you know, trying to appease everyone um, will just drive you crazy. Uh, and so, I don't know, just just stay stay steady. <laughs> no, it, it's, 
It's great advice, which leads me to a question I ask everyone. Do you have a, a best piece of advice, a favorite piece of advice? Um, something yeah. you received? Yeah, you do? Yeah, I do. Um, someone once told me that... Hmm. Regret hurts more than discipline. And so when you don't feel like getting up in the morning, when you don't feel like getting a workout in, when you don't feel like doing your homework, when you don't feel like making your bed, like whatever it is, um, you're going to regret it later at some point. I mean, it's just as simple as, you know, should I fold the, should I fold the laundry now? Or should I do it later? If you don't do it now, later on, you might be tired. I'm like, dang, I still got to fold that laundry. So you got two choices. You do it now or you do it later. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Do the girls know that yet? Or they're a little too young for that one? Because that's really my, good parenting yeah, advice. My, yeah, my five-year-old, I'd say, hey, do it now so you don't have to do it when? Later. Oh. <laughs> And so, um, but yeah, you know, I've, I, and that's the thing, you know, just taking advice when people ask questions, I always ask questions, even if it's an answer that I might know, yeah. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I know. And so I ask a lot of questions, which, you know, this, you know, the stuff that I just said, I got from someone else. Um, you know, I've listened to someone once say they had an experience with, uh, mother Teresa, um, which is, you know, when someone says that they had an experience with Mother Teresa, you just kind of shut everything out and you listen. Right. <laughs> and so, um, and he asked, uh, she, he asked her, like, hey, so, you know, wh what can I do to give back? Like, how can I give back on a level that you have given back? And she said, do the thing that's right in front of you. So I was like, it's so simple. Like we try to make things so, um, you know, complex mm -hmm. when really the answer is usually right in front of you. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's all kind kind of advice <laughs> that you can hear and take, um, but the main advice is application. So we strive to apply every day, and we're human, and remember that. So. Don't be so hard. Those are really good. I ask yeah. everyone about for advice and I've, I can't say I've gotten anything. I've never gotten the same piece from anyone doing this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I learn something every time. So I, I love those too. Um, yeah, cool. Did, is there a coach that, that really sticks with you that kind of, kind of changed your game or you just like or really like meant something special to you? All my coaches meant something yeah. special to me. I can't really just dial in on one. Um, you know, every single one of them meant something special to me. Um, you know, my very first football coach, Coach Brown, you know, for the Lakeside Rams back in Lacey, Washington. Um, you know, just how hard he was on me in the sixth grade. And so, um, you know, just, you know, stuff like that, that just resonates in the sense of like, when someone's hard on you, it's because they care. It's not, be, you don't want to be the person that the coach isn't hard on. So, mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, my high school coaches, you know, just having my back in every facet of getting me to football camps and workouts and um, just representing me well um, from the aspect of getting me to college. Um, you know, Gary, Gary Campbell, my running back coach in Oregon, um, who just really instilled confidence in me. Uh, and then, you know, I got uh, going back to high school, Mark Rubidoux, um, who was my weightlifting coach, who uh, taught me the taught me the meaning of humility. Um, you know, growing up in, co in church, you know, you hear the word humility and humble all the time, but, you know, going back to, you know, application, um, you know, he said after a game, hey, go and thank your offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Even though they even even though they didn't do a really good job blocking, you still thank them. And he said, "Be humble." And I was like, "Oh, wow, this That's is means, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying just kind of you know lowering yourself and 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 really giving you know praise uh, to God and and the people that are around you that you know help enhance you in ways that you might not even really know." Um, and so, yeah, and then Coach Skip, uh, my running back coach uh, for the Carolina Panthers, um, he's taught me, I mean, it's kind of crazy how, you know, a coach can really give you so many life lessons. Um, I mean, spending nine, ten years with a guy, you, mm-hmm. you walk away with something. Um, and... You know, every day was always a message through football that prepared you through pre- prepared you to life. Um, and just grateful for men like that in my life. And hopefully, you know, um, you know, given the opportunity, I'm I'm someone like that in someone else's. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get to some fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What is the best place you've played? The coolest stadium. The coolest stadium I've ever played in. I would say playing back home in Seattle. Um, nice. Uh, playing in, you know, I played there a couple times. And every time I've gone back, they put this thing on the Jumbotron of me being the all-time state, all-time cool. uh, state rushing leader and all that. So it's always a, a lot of good love going back to play there. So that's the reason why it's always fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you have like a pregame ritual? Like, um, not technically a pregame ritual, but I always made sure that I, whatever I was listening to, um, it was mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big in music. Um, and so, but I really like to listen to the genres that are mellow, lo fi. Um, okay. Yeah. What kind of music do you like? Uh, R&B, lo-fi. I listen to everything, really. I mean, EDM, uh, country, rap, hip-hop. A little mix of it all. Yeah, yeah. But pregame had to be, like, chill. But pregame had to be chill. Um, Didn't want to exert too much energy. Um, And I always just stuck my feet in something hot. Before every game. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, okay. So, so hot tub. If there wasn't <laughs> a hot tub, give me all the, the the heating packs to rest on my feet. Um, Got to make sure they're warm and ready to go. Exactly. What um, your days seem packed, but what do your you and your wife like to do um, when it's just the two of you, like to decompress or? Yeah, we um, like to go out to eat. Um, you know, food is our thing. I think that's kind of how we connected in the beginning is uh, through food. Um, you know, there's there's something about breaking bread mm-hmm. with someone that you care about, that you have interest in, um, and just being able to to level out through the comfort yeah. of food and whatever you're going through in your day. Um, you know, you it's always nice to share a meal with someone you care about. Awesome. Do And do you guys have like a certain type of food or you'll like go out and try places every time? Oh, uh, we have, we go out and try a, different, a lot of different places, but I think our go-to is sushi. So ah. if, we can, if we can find some good sushi, which she is the one that put me on to sushi. I tried sushi before her, um, before we dated and got married and stuff. And I, I was doing it wrong. <laughs> she put you on the good stuff. You were eating California rolls and she was like, yeah, hey, I was, here's how you I actually was, do it. Yeah, I was eating yeah. like eel. And she's like, no, you don't want eel. You don't, you're probably allergic to eel. And I'm like, I probably am allergic to eel. I spoke one time <laughs> eating eel. Um, but yeah, she's, she's fantastic when it comes to picking food. Whenever we go out to eat, um, she just knows what to order. And she orders away. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Um, 
do you guys like to like what do you guys like to do with the girls um go on walks um you know kaya's riding her bike now um so it's always she always wants to go out and ride her bike um and and really just we really just relax it's it's we stay in the house and and we play you know hide and seek tag tickle monster um Tickle <laughs> you name it. Um, and then we take her, we like to go out to eat with our oldest. Our youngest is getting to that stage where she's able to hang in public. Yeah. So um, taking them out to eat as well. Um, just kind of sharing with them the same thing we share together. Yeah. And do you golf? Yes, I golf. Is that like your, your hobby? Yeah, that's my that's my thing. Um, okay. Like I have, I I like to golf. Um, we're building a house right now, and oh, that's, that's a big that, undertaking. Yeah, we're, we're taking on on a lot with that. Uh, my wife is. <laughs> is it fun or is it stressful or is it both? It's both. It's both. Um, but it'll all be worth it once we're in. Yeah. We'll be in there soon. But um, but I make music. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Talk to me about that. Um, so I produced, I started producing music when I got drafted, when I got some money to buy some stuff (laughs) and, but I play the, play the piano by ear. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I played the piano since I was in fourth grade by ear and I got into making beats and then, you know, it's been actually two years since I've made a beat because all of our stuff is in storage. You said by so, ear, like you'll just hear something and you can play it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes it won't. Some, some some things won't sound exactly like the song per se, but I can I can get the chords down and kind of play it my way. So, did you have formal training? No. You just taught yourself. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, and what's my, like the goal my, with producing? <clears throat> Uh, I mean, we'll see one day. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, you know, we, I answered earlier, you know, I see myself five years down the road dabbling into commercial real estate. Um, but I also see myself doing like radio or broadcasting, the podcast stuff. Um, and I also see myself five years down the road, possibly, you know, jamming out with someone like, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really think you should put yourself in a box and, um, so that's kind of, you know, the full answer uh, of that is you don't put yourself in a box, you know, whatever, you know, is whatever you feel led to do. Um, and if you have the means, the energy, the time to put in the work to do it, then go for it. You're full of good advice. So much advice on this show. Yeah. Um, yes. I feel like I would be remiss if I let you go without asking um if you had a super bowl pick for this year man so <sighs> we're putting you we're getting you ready for your broadcast so <laughs> my i'll tell you this my heart is with buffalo okay but my bet is with the Kansas City Chiefs okay and anyone from the other side my hope, my hope is that the San Francisco 49ers win. Okay. So. I think that's fair, all of that. You know, you yeah. kind of hit, you didn't, right. you didn't give us any like real yeah. outliers there. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. If, if I, if somebody, if, if you had a gun to my head, I'll just blurt out 49ers. Very good chance, right? Yeah, yeah. So go see Mac. Uh, you deserve this, and can't wait to see you do it. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, I I feel like we we hit on so many cool things. It's been like really neat to get to know you and just learn so many things like that that you're into and that you do. And I, I feel like if we do this podcast a year from now, you'll be doing ten more different things, right? Like yeah. you said, you're not in a box, and I think that's just a cool message. Um, just to try different things and put yourself out there. So that's like kind of what I took away from this, which, um, 
is a good message to anyone. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Jonathan Stewart without the T. So it's Jonathan Stewart one. How did that happen? One. Someone else took Jonathan Stewart. Come on. Yeah, man. It's jacked up. Was it John Stewart? I don't, uh, I don't even know, but <laughs> it wasn't available. So I just moved past it real quick. Okay. But Jonathan Stewart one. And um, you can make sure you check us out on Spotify. Um, you know, uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts um, for Believe in Panthers. Yes. So. Believe in Panthers. And so, yeah, a, a fellow Believe host, um, subscribe, like, download all the things for um, all the Believe yeah. shows, Believe in Panthers, yeah. and Scoop DeJour on the Believe um, on Believe as well. So yeah. this has been such a blast to have you and to get to know you. And um, we won't hold you to those Super Bowl picks, but we'll check back in with you. Yeah, 49ers. 49ers. <laughs> 49ers. Okay, that's what that's what we're gonna. Well, well, that'll be. Um, I'm sure Lisa McCaffrey, who's also on the Believe Network, mm-hmm. will be happy to yeah, hear that out, too. Yeah, shout out to Lisa McCaffrey, a wonderful woman, raising a lot of young, wonderful young men. Um, um, she's she's she. I heard that she's where Christian got her athletic. Um, yeah. Gene pool. So, (laughs) I mean, yeah, definitely had nothing to do with the McCaffrey side, but yeah, um, I mean, two athletic parents doing something right. Doing something right. I'm like, I want to know what's in the water. Yeah. In that house. Um, and in like all of these, um, athletic households of like all these brothers in the NFL and, um, want to know what's going on. Cause I, I got blessed with five foot nothing. Well, so, hey. you know, well, if there's something I could drink or do just to get a little height, a little athleticism, I'll take it for yeah. my offspring at least. Just just work really hard. Okay. That's good. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, um, Jonathan Stewart, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the time. Um, and um, we will find you wherever we get our podcast and online. And um, thank you so much. All right. Well, I had, a, had a blast. Thank you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.